I want to jump into something else that's going on. Uh, there's an article floating around. I talked about it on my Instagram this week. Um, and it's about an influencer who has, I believe, 2.6 million followers. Um, mm -hmm. And she posted basically confessing to her audience that she was, dealing, she was yeah. dealing with a manufacturing company who I'm assuming gave her a deal uh, because of who she was. They said, as, you know, all you got to do is sell 36 pieces. Mm -hmm. I believe they were T-shirts. Uh, you just got to sell 36 shirts. And if you do that, then we'll continue our relationship uh, on the, the deal, whatever the deal was that they agreed to. And if you can't, yep. then we can't send anything out. Um, because I'm sure that's what they need mm -hmm. to sell to that's be able to cover their manufacturing. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyways, bottom line is she basically confessed and said, I couldn't do it. Uh, I couldn't sell 36 shirts. And so the people who bought shirts, which was less than 35 people, you're not going to get your shirts and you'll get mm -hmm. a full refund. And she was a little bitter. What do you have to say about that? You know, there's people that have like amassed followings for real reasons, for real you know, they have a certain talent or they have um, whatever lane that they're in, they're executing on and they've built a following um, genuinely. I think that that's like the big thing is uh, I think our generation is good at being able to determine when things are authentic mm. and genuine or whether we're just being sold to. Yeah. And it feels like there's definitely there's definitely a lot of people that are doing a good job and taking advantage of a marketplace that like can be super not only lucrative but helpful. Like you can do a lot of good things with having a platform that big yep. on Instagram or whatever um, you know channel it is. And people are doing that. Um, and then there's also just like anything, there's people that are trying to exploit it. And some people are successful at exploiting it. And let's, then others like this. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to yeah. say, let's talk, let's stay on that before we get into the, our generation being able to kind of discern between authentic and inauthentic. Cause I, I think I really want to dive into that. There are people yeah. such as, like you were saying, such as celebrities, athletes, uh, musician, artists, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. those are people who have genuine influence right. on the right. people that follow them because people look up to them or look to them for things for whatever reason. And so when Will Smith says, this is my son's water company, box water, yeah. go buy it. People buy it just water, and that'll work. Yeah. Okay. Is that what it is? Just water? Just anyways, water. Yeah. yeah. They're not paying yeah. for placement here. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> so people will go and do that because people are influenced by Will Smith. If you mm -hmm. are this influence, Yeah, if you are influenced, I'm sorry, if you are following this person with 2.6 million followers, you and 2.6 million other people uh, may just be following that person because you like their content. Because right. that's where you found them. That person was not a person, really, to everybody else. Right. It was until the platform progress. came out. So there are so mm -hmm. many influencers who I think don't understand uh, the difference between those two individuals, somebody who actually has pull because there's somebody off the platform before the platform right? compared to somebody who used the platform to become somebody on the platform. And it's not to say mm -hmm. that you can't, you can't become somebody on the platform and then parlay that into now I'm somebody off the platform. There's plenty of examples of people oh, who yeah, have done that. Um, yep. Logan Paul, no, nobody mm -hmm. 
until he decided to get on Vine and get massive, massive amounts of views. And now he's somebody outside of every platform. Um, yeah. And sells a shitload of merch. Really? Best yeah, example, sure dude. Does, yeah. Sells a shitload of merch. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so anyways, that to say, I think dis- being able to discern between those two people yeah, exactly. is a massive yep. thing. Mm-hmm. So let's now go to your next point, which is our generation is very good at calling bullshit when it's yeah, necessary. Yeah, we are. I think we really are. Yeah. Um, and I don't know necessarily where that stems from other than i mean we actually i do it's probably because we've been fed so much content throughout our life um whereas in past generations it it wasn't necessarily constant like sensory overload of everything's branded everything um so we're able to somewhat see like if you know if a product placement is like genuine or if it's just thrown in there and the person got a check for it or Um, do you remember when you started hearing about that do you remember when you started like you first heard of influencer marketing like do you remember seeing somebody post up a product and be like wait a second that looks kind of fishy i remember Um, i I remember like the time frame i don't necessarily remember one specific like ad but But you remember the the switch flipping and being like like, wait a second this is the same platform as like people used to smoke marlboros in the movies like okay um or like coca-cola whatever it is different brands have always like subtly done that um and now it's just there's so many different screens so much different attention yeah that it's so like overt it's not as subtle anymore so it's like and we're so aware of it um so it has to be it's gotten easier as far as like there's no it's gotten easier to be out there, but harder to actually break through and really um, capture. And that's the why you need breakthrough marketing. Ah, hey, we'll end hey. it there, folks. Thanks for joining us. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's okay, is that actually through the, um, you know, like yeah, is that authentic? Bullshit? Yeah. Well, and I was going to mm-hmm. say too, like, even I, I think in addition to the fact that it's become such a popular thing to just throw products and everything. It's, uh, mm-hmm. like I, I jokingly said earlier, like, oh, Just Water's not paying for promotion here, so we're not going to shut mm-hmm. them out. But, like, what yeah. if they were, though? Yeah. That would exactly. be a really clever way to weave it in right. without people, was, you, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it comes up, they're yeah, exactly. not like paying for up. promotion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it takes ways like that, though, to, to I think, right. do well, a good actually, job a at good product point. placement now. Yeah, and I think people. Uh, I mean, podcasts actually, oh, they do definitely get placements a lot now. Huge, in huge. Just, just in conversation, like they'll naturally bring it up, like you just said. Um, oh yeah, I've been using this investment app, uh, like Acorns. <laughs> yeah, it's working really well, and they're like, okay, that was somewhat like irrelevant, but we're gonna keep it going. Yeah. Um, but if you can do it in the flow and like cater into a normal conversation yep. it's just this yeah it's it's that same example on like a massive scale well that's like why everybody if you can do it in a tv show or whatever that's why everybody thought the starbucks thing for game of thrones was product placement because they yeah. made it look like an accident yeah and i think at, yeah. a, at a certain point i think that becomes played out too first of all starbucks came out and said that it was not product placement and it was an accident 
But yeah. uh, and is that true? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I think it's true. That's. But who yeah, knows? That's... You know, I don't know the legal ramifications behind that. Like, do they have to come out and disclose? I think they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a lawyer, so. Right. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah, does I don't a tweet know. does interesting... a tweet pass as as <laughs> lying about that? I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I, I think yeah. Uh, I think there's creative ways to do it and bringing it back full circle to the influencer thing. It's so like, okay, so this watch, Scoggin sent me this watch. I owe them a post. I love this watch, authentically. I love this watch, and they didn't pay for yeah. placement on my podcast. I'm just bringing this yeah. up as, as an example. Or am I? But even my, even my post will not be a post like, man, Scoggin sent me this watch, and I love this watch. It's the best watch yeah. I've ever had. It's fantastic. Go get yourself a Scoggin. Yep. Even if I feel that way, I'm not going to do it that way because – it's it not off, like, it's inauthentic it's like yeah. oh I'm, I'm just a billboard that can be bought and that's where i think so mm-hmm. i think so many influencers miss the boat because they view it as i'm just a billboard even though they might not realize that that's how their actions that's what their actions are showing it needs yeah. to be done creatively and that's why i think the biggest variable and i'm on record of saying this for a long time now creative is the variable in a good influencer okay. or a bad one Definitely. I think, um, I think shoe brands do it really well, um, where they grab people not even necessarily in, you know, that aren't necessarily even like sneaker heads or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's like, they'll grab people, um, you know, whoever like skateboarder or an artist, um, and just let them excel in their, in their own space that they happen to be rocking their gear. But they're not forcing them. It doesn't seem as forced. Yeah. Um, it's really actually, le- I think, I think overall like sneaker brands do that pretty well. Yeah. They're able to see other creatives like maneuvering in their own lanes and like, it's more, more genuine. It's a more informal lane too. So that they have that yeah, going yeah. for them. Like the, just this, this, I don't know, the sneaker market, the streetwear market, all of that, you know, the first piece of advice I'd give to anybody who's creating a startup streetwear brand is, pick 10 influencers and send them shit yeah and don't tell them what to do with it or how to post it or anything nothing don't even ask them to post it just send it to them yeah you know yeah like a a handwritten note goes a really far way really long way um well and so that said that said bring it back to the original question of is it is it popping is it over have has are there so many influencers now that we just see it as bullshit. We see it as a commercial on TV uh, or a commercial on the radio, and we just go click next. I don't want to see it anymore. Uh, yeah, I think the over like saturation of it may be coming to the end, but I think also people always find there's always the next like craze. Yeah. So there's always going to be an I I mean there's always going to be another platform or another way for people to do similar types of like maneuvers. But yeah, I think that it's definitely getting more like exploited and people are realizing um, people are getting a little bit exposed. Yeah. Uh, so dude, my biggest, yeah, my I biggest pet peeve is when, when, uh, is when influencers say things like, I'm so happy to be teaming up with blah, 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 blah. It's like, Doug, did you just take the copy from somebody else's post? Do something else. Anyways, <laughs> I'm hating now. 